Welcome to the Semi-Woke Podcast. Hello. Hi. Yes. Uh, I am your host, Pranav Bihari. This is my co-host, the lovely Sharia Mattis. Uh, this is uh, a podcast where Sharia, a queer woman of color, yes, identified you, uh, grooms me, a straight male comedian, cis male comedian, also of color. Uh, Sharia, this is an effort for Sharia to turn me gay. Nope. Basically. And nope. what she's grooming me, really. Go yes. ahead. Yes, I am grooming you, but it's not enough for you. To be gay. That's never enough, is it? No. What you have to become is the, uh, you have to become the the tickle in Jessica Wilde's taint. Did you hear that, mom? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> your, your, your boy's grown up now. Also, shout All out right? to Jessica Wilde. I'm really, we've mentioned before how much I hate the season of all stars but uh she's kind of like a big bright light yeah and also in turn i am trying to groom sharia into becoming straight so that's (laughs) that's what she doesn't realize is i'm slow last time we had a muay thai fighter on uh after this i'm going to take her to buffalo wild wings yes then maybe stop by planet fitness for some pizza did my mother hire you this is is what we call straight deprogramming (laughs) buffalo wild wings planet fitness yes okay and then we're gonna go watch a cage fight Okay. Okay. None of those things. And you owe this to me. Sharia was uh, 45 minutes late today. Why? Because she had a hair care incident where her hair care product, which is definitely toxic, dripped down into her eyeballs, stung them. Yes. And what did I have to say to this? Texturism strikes again, yes. y'all. Yes. Texturism strikes again. You know what? I honestly think you bitches sent the Uncle Funky's daughter straight from my scalp. You to know my what? Eyeballs. It was definitely some juju you incurred from the spicy clips that we had from yes, that episode. For sure. Where a lot of biracials were attacking wow. you. It was attack of the biracials. Wow. Okay. It was a, there were also a few biracial people who were like, Oh, but it was mostly. It was mostly. <laughs> I like your impersonation of Byron. Oh, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, that's the the white blood. <laughs> that's the white blood in their veins, kind of <laughs> doing that. No, no, no. There were some biracial. There were some. Okay, so we got a lot of uh, good responses. Yes, definitely a lot of positive we, stuff. We also got a. Lo- I got a lot of heat, and I knew it would happen. I said at the I beginning, know, I you. Know. I was like, I was like. I'm going to get in trouble for this. And I got in massive trouble for you this. You even started the clip by I, saying like, yep. hey, I'm not I telling anybody what to women. do. I love a wig moment. And they thought I said, I'm coming to cut up all your lace fronts. I'm going to shit in your wig like Leah Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's not what I said. I don't know that reference, but I love it. Do you know okay? when Leah Michelle said no, she was No, obviously not. Wig? Okay. <laughs> you remember this? But sh- uh, shit in your wig is going to be my new threat of choice. I know. Okay. They, uh, that's a great I'm like, one. you ran out of cinnamon zins? <laughs> Bodega guy? I'm going to Shit in your wig, motherfucker. <laughs> okay. Shouts to Leah Michelle. Shouts to Leah Michelle. This is, you know, she's proof of what can happen if you work hard. Even if you're an illiterate, mean person. Yeah. If you can hold a fucking note, we will let you do anything. And that bitch can sing. That bitch can sing her okay. ass off. Okay. Well, listen, we have a wait first. This is the first gay straight collaboration. Since. Since. Give me a second. Since. 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 Fuck. Since I became the tickle in Jessica Wilde's taint, Fine. which happened about two and a I half minutes ago. I can't think. It's the chemicals in the Uncle Funky's daughter. Yeah, texturism. It's okay? texturism. It's texture. Do you, do you need like a, you're like a preacher. Every episode you come Every in and you're dabbing yourself. Wedding. You're getting so misty. Between the Wellbutrin and the fro and the anxiety and, and Don't the forget hormones. my indignation for you being late. I know. Okay? God, every time. I know. You get so tight I was so very short with you on the phone. You're like, 
I didn't so when are you do... coming? No, I was like, no, when I are you say... getting I was here? Like, hey. I was like, at 12 05. You know okay, what I love? You know what, you know what I loved was how passive aggressive I was. I was like, hey, are you coming? That's right. You are you going to show up? I'm like outside screaming with my one eye open. Which is a normal weekend just, afternoon for you. Okay. Oh, God. Listen, I don't want you getting shot by the NYPD because of a texturism. Mis- exactly mishap, right. right. I'm running around like yeah. this. And they're like, ah, she's got a gun. Yeah. Okay. Just a bottle of, uh... I'm, I'm not trying to see you in the post. <laughs> yes. All right. I'm trying to see you in the daily news. Are we getting in trouble for shouting out Uncle Funky's daughter so often? It's a great product. It's just not a great product to have in your Well, eyeballs. they need to start lining our pockets. Okay. Oh, yes, pay us, God damn it! That shit is so fucking expensive. This shit is like fourteen dollars a bottle. Guys, at least give us fourteen dollars an episode to compensate Sharia. Oh, that would be a dream. I know. I want to introduce our guest now. Sorry, yes. She's a wonderful comedian. Yes. I, I actually love this person for Me many too. reasons. She's so wonderful. She's hilarious. Liz Glazer. Liz oh, thank you. Thank you. I was having a lot of thoughts. Yes. Good. While you were talking, but I didn't want to talk until I was properly introduced because i don't know some podcasts have like different rules you know what i mean amazing etiquette you you know what i'm saying yes absolutely i I think that was great that you've introduced yourself now thank you i'm very professional we're gonna talk about something really intense okay um and i'm so glad that you waited your hair product well yes (laughs) can we talk more about we're gonna talk more about my hair product that's what you're here for Uh um but first uh let's pay some bills real quick oh let's do it i love how you were like Oh, I'm so glad to be talking. Shut the fuck up so we can pay some bills. (laughs) We'll be right back. We'll be right back. All right, we're back. We're We're back. back. Thank you so much. Okay, we're here with Liz With $5 in our pockets. That's right. $5? You think we're making $5? Okay, you're right, you're right, you're right. Fake it till you make it. Fake it till you make it. That's right. We're here with Liz Glazer, the hilarious and talented new mother. True. Yes, Thank you. Liz, you yeah. said you had some thoughts while we were jibber-jabbering uh, over here. Oh, I don't remember all of them, but I... Uh, well, I was thinking the product has to be good, right? Yeah. Because if it's hurting you this much... <laughs> yep. And this, you know, this consistently, and you're still saying it's good. So can I talk about the thing? Because you said I was a new mom. I don't know what order things go on the podcast. What, how are, whatever okay. order you want. But yeah, I yeah. was told... That there's a segment on this podcast where you have a problematic phase. Yes. yes. Okay. And you can edit this wherever you want. Hey, no. Okay. Let's, go, We're let's not start doing with that. our P-matic but, phase. Yes. I love I, it. When I told Sharia what my problematic fave was, you really came at me. Okay. Oh. So, but I'm, I, I'm already I'm on make, your side. Just I'm gonna, so you know. Thank you. Really? I appreciate what? it. Hold on. So, because you just now, I think put forth an argument that's very similar to the argument that I would put forth for why this is my problematic faith. Mm-hmm. I know it's problematic, mm-hmm. but it's also my faith. No, Liz, okay. by the way, is no, a law, was a law professor in a previous life. <laughs> I Continue, know. Liz. Oh, God. You're it's been a while. It's been a while. Continue, but Liz. so I, I, from what I understand, this this podcast is about wokeness. Yes. And so a problematic faith is like if somebody is problematic, but you're like, I'm sorry, Whatever they're putting out is so good that I have to love it. And I have a new baby with my wife. Um, She's a month old. And I I imagine like nobody here is a parent. I don't think. Absolutely not. I didn't know. Like I'm, I'm still at the stage where I'm like, I relate to non 
parenthood uh-huh. and also parenthood okay. because I'm in this it's like new. right wow. it's really new like I remember what it's like to be like I don't know what you're talking about with your baby you know but now <laughs> I have a what baby is this, park slope shut <laughs> up right exactly and so so with a baby uh-huh. like you gotta ride their schedule and their schedule is every two to three hours mm-hmm. they're like and it's time to eat yeah. and their their stomachs are so small and so like if they feel the hunger they have no words Mm -hmm. They just cry their eyes out. Wow, that's like doing a podcast with Sharia. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. Okay, but the cure is not as bad as what you have found. Okay. The baby just starts flapping its hands uncontrollably. You don't know what's going on. Get her her tested, okay? Get her her evaluated. (laughs) Right, right. So, So anyway... There's so like sleeping is a whole thing. It's like an art and a science yeah. and a craft and all of it yeah. mm-hmm. is like to put your baby. Well, first of all, there's no good way to say put your baby to sleep. Because <laughs> you say put your baby to sleep. I'm like, uh, that's not what I meant. You say put your baby down. <laughs> also bad. You know, put her to bed is like a little better, Ugh. but it still it's sounds still a little bad. creepy. It's yeah. like, I want the baby to sleep. Yes. In where the baby sleeps, which okay. is a bassinet that I'm happy to talk about as well. <laughs> okay. First of all, the way the fact that we survived with as little tech as was available yes. at any of our yes. junctions of life yes. is astounding. The way you're doing all of this yes. as a preamble yes. to soften the blow oh, of, yeah. of you it's by design. reading fascist bedtime stories okay. to your baby. So there's a sleep course. So a few friends, like not just like one or two, this is like between five and 10 people. Other lesbians? Okay? <laughs> Some. Oh my okay? God. People were like, hey, there's this sleep class and it was all like Democrat, woke, queer, whatever people. And they're like, listen, the woman who teaches it is extremely problematic. (laughs) And I guess like, so this woman, I mean, I can mention her name. I cannot mention her name. No, we're not giving this fucking fascist. I'll mention it. You can bleep it it out. No, no, mention it. It doesn't matter. Nobody watches this. Okay. (laughs) No, no. Whatever you want to do. It's Taking Care of Babies. Okay. Which is like a- That's her name? Well, that's the name of the course. Fuck her and her shitty pun and her fascist It's like not that great a pun. Well, but a fascist has like a drag name. You know what I mean? Yeah. So her name's Kara something. She says it. I just don't yeah. remember. And her like, she's a, she has, I think it's like two and a half million followers on Instagram. I don't know other platforms. Like she's very popular. Yeah. And she has this class that's like, oh my God, like the hugest problem in your life. Like, cause like it, this part of parenting, it's it feels hardest. like yeah. finals meets a bender yeah, yeah, meets yeah. like the day after yeah. a huge bender no, hangover, sure. yeah. and you had a red eye and you have another one tonight. Oh yes. Like all of it in one. And it's so high stakes yeah. because you have a baby crying. Exactly. Yeah. That's like, make this stop. Yeah. Yes. And you're like, I don't know what to do. Like, it's like, I felt I've been mugged at gunpoint before. This is close <laughs> yes. to that feeling. Yes. Okay. And so you're mugged at love point. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly the problem. Right, you right. Know? What it's, is her key to sleep? Is it like, hey, just um, start inveighing about cancel culture and the baby I, will fall I was asleep saying, in no you just time? Scream, God hates homosexuals <laughs> right, into your baby's right, face right. until it goes to sleep. And she, well, she has a lot of like really helpful mnemonics because I think what's super helpful about the mnemonics is that you can remember them even at 3 a.m., even when a baby's crying in your face. But yeah. like setting aside the particulars, which I can go into or not, I don't know if they're that interesting because it's like, listen, if you really have this problem and you're listening, 
get her class. Go call, call this Nazi. This Nazi <laughs> will put your baby to yeah. sleep. <laughs> It Look, will put your baby in the you gas chamber, goddammit. Say what you want about Nazis. They are nothing if not efficient. Correct. Okay. Yeah, and I say I agree with that. Yeah. Four out of four Holocaust survivor grandparents. Okay? Perfect score. Do you think, they're, <laughs> you think they're in heaven watching you put your baby to sleep? I don't. I, yeah. They're so, like, you know what? We get it. <laughs> it's. I mean, I imagine they do. So anyway, every single recommendation for this class came with the caveat that listen, this woman is really problematic because in light of her popularity, as far as I understand it, yeah. at some point there was like, I don't know, it, it wasn't the Ashley Madison thing because that was that was like about cheating, but it was some kind of expose where big Trump or Republican cause donors Are you were talking like about exposed. January 6th? Well, was the, was the, I don't know. Was, was your she baby was at there. January 6th? <laughs> yeah. Is that what happened? The baby's crying so much because she thinks the election was stolen. Right. Or he. <laughs> so, so anyway, I don't know. Maybe it was. I don't know the details of that, but I just know. Just, that, I don't like, know where this baby came from. Look it up. I don't give a shit. I give this Nazi my money so my baby will shut Honestly, the fuck up. Yeah, <laughs> okay, kind fine. of. Yeah. And so, but every single recommendation came with this caveat that like she's really probably problematic, but you have to look past it because the class is that good. And in some way, I feel like her political leanings helped her because every time I got that review, I'm like, well, it's got to be amazing because this is like the lesbians down the street who are saying this. Like, they clearly disagree with her. This is so fucking funny is yeah. it well is it because she's like a hardcore trad basically what no. does that mean like trad? traditionalist wait what traditionalist oh like, maybe and that because like right because like right wingers are very yeah. into trad culture and thus they're into like oh. hey i'm into homesteading most and child of, care most and of that trad wife stuff is maybe. from men and it's women do it's fetish shit. it's it's from it's both. big titty yeah. white women like turning butter as a guy well, who has interacted <laughs> with the tradosphere and is has <laughs> Has one big toe in the stratosphere no, myself. Right. Do not. Right. Uh, I think that is what it is. It could be. Right? She's a nurse, yeah. and her her husband is a pediatrician. They met at work, okay. which is like this scandalous story that like she throws in at the beginning of the class, and like whatever. The story is the story. She met her husband, who's a doctor at work. Fine. Like yeah. I've seen that episode of ER, Grey's oh, okay. Anatomy, Chicago sure. Med. Like whatever. No big deal. My brother's marriage. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Is that your brother's marriage? Well, it's two doctors, but yeah. Uh, yeah, but like who cares? Fine. But then at some point she like tries to make a joke because she's like, so I said to my pediatrician, babe, and then like whatever the sentence is. And I'm like, um, Kara, what's happening right now? But she's like, don't speak to me, lesbian. (laughs) Right. You're transing your children. (laughs) She fully looks like a Fox News anchor. Like she's 100% blonde. She wears a, a necklace that's like not pearls, but it sort of looks like teeth so it's it's just like slave it's just uniform uniform white baby (laughs) heads right right and like a sweater set and whatever and anyway the course is amazing and like so that's my problematic fave okay great so you are contributing to the rise of fascism to prevent your baby to help woke to help prevent the rise of her baby that's right exactly (laughs) exactly well I want her to rise yes I just want her to I mean the thing is and this is like something that she says in the class it's like your baby wants to sleep like a lot of times when the baby can't sleep at least I don't know I mean I imagine my 
kid isn't that different from like babies in general, but like they're overtired. And I'm like, right. I get that, yes. you know, cause the, she's like yawning and like she wants to, she just wants you to know how me. I want to take the class me. so I yeah. can fall asleep. Me too. Uh, by the way, yeah. can I tell you that like, what was it? Wednesday night? I think not that it matters, but like there was like, I employed sort of, I mean, it wasn't a hundred percent consciously, but like whatever between sub and regular consciousness, yeah. I was like, what? Oh, and like a sub or a dom. Yeah, yeah. I think that's called the hypnagogic state. <laughs> yeah. It is. Yeah. But I was like, I was like, oh, I could do, I came home from the night and I was like about to do whatever things. And then I remembered like some of the stuff that Kara says about sleep, which is basically like one quick tip is like, before your baby starts to feed, you should change the baby, uh -huh. whether or not they seem like they have a dirty diaper because that wakes them up. And a lot of the problems that arise with feeding is that the kid is hungry, but too tired. They fall asleep in the middle of the feeding, whatever. Yeah. So it's like you wake them up with light and with activity. And I was like going to do some writing because I journal like I, I just I, I don't want you to think it was like writing the artist of, way. of import. Yeah. yeah. But so I was late with my morning pages and then I was going to take out the garbage. Yeah. And then I was like, you know what? I'm not going to do that. I'm going to go right to sleep. Yeah. And I wouldn't have done that if I hadn't been in the flow of like this class or whatever. Mm. So anyway, I think she does provide okay. even if they're metaphorical like you have to extrapolate in order to apply it to like a non baby yeah. but they're there the you same know? principles okay. are at work yeah and also I'm like I want to be swaddled yeah like yeah Exactly. She, my kid, like, she has this bassinet. It's called the Snoo. I don't think this is problematic. Do you know about it? I know about the Snoo because okay. I used to work for a oh, distributor. Great. So, got it. Well, I mean, first of all, I think probably, this is just my instinct, is some of those settings are going to be called unsafe in the future. Cause like, that's the thing about baby products. First of all, having a baby is like yes. being on an episode of shark tank, like 100% <laughs> of the time, either you're being pitched yeah. ideas and you're like, I'm going to, you know, invest in right. that or you're inventing them yourself because yeah. everything is about optimizing mm -hmm. and like getting things done quicker. And like, so that you avoid cry. I don't know, whatever. So anyway, but the snoo, yeah. some of the settings, I'm like, I'm putting my baby in like a blender basically <laughs> like this can't be okay. But level one on a snoo replicates what Kara, among other people yeah. probably says that you're supposed to do, the which like is she has the cries technique, which mm -hmm. is a great uh -huh. mnemonic for what you're doing, which is okay. Constrain, um, oh God, I'm so bad at this. I said, maybe she's not as good as I, was, as I said. Like, what? Could she? Yeah, exactly. Right. I, and she just stole this from how cops like take down unarmed uh, children. Probably. <laughs> yeah. No, it's constrain. And then it's basically like you, you introduce movement. I think that's I, I can't remember R, um, external noise and then sucking. And there's one other thing, which I can't remember, which is R. Um, I promise you, yeah. I will never have to know. <laughs> I will never, ever, you know, ever I've have to know. I have actually helped a lot of babies sleep because oh, I have three nice. nephews and a niece. So sure. I've, I've definitely, yeah. and in our family, we're very coddling of them, right? right. So it's like, oh, yeah. time to put time to put the child in. And then you're walking around with them for yeah, 20 and minutes. You do that. Like this, and then yeah. you sleep with them. Right. Yes. right? And it's a fully, it's a, it's a full concierge experience. Right. And then one time <laughs> I have a friend from Spain. Okay. And I went and went down to Florida to visit yeah. him and his family mm -hmm. and 
their version of putting a baby to sleep. I remember we were like hanging out. It's like, oh, I have to put the baby to sleep. So I'm yeah. expecting, okay, I pull out my phone. I'm expecting 45 minutes. He just takes the baby who's crying, puts them in the crib, and then just shuts the door. Oh, yeah. that's, that's, that's a thing. That's yeah. a thing. That's a thing. There's a whole thing about like. <laughs> I was horrifying. It yes, out. it's terrible. It's bad. Horrifying. That's yeah. why he's so like, many no, people are shitty. going to be fine, yeah. man. No, no. Fine, man. No, no. <laughs> that's what he's like, no, he's good, man. He's yeah. good. That's, that's like a like, school of thought of right. like, oh, don't give the baby attention yeah. when it cries. It's just right. trying to get attention. You have yeah. to learn, teach it to like communicate clearly. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> we, yeah, we also don't do cry it out. Like we're very like picking up and, you know, holding. you're lesbians. But. <laughs> but then also at some point there has, at least for us, I imagine to some degree there are differences among babies that like there needs to be a little technique introduced because, you know, we're holding her forever yeah. and she's just like clearly tired, yeah. but doesn't know how to, you know, put herself to sleep. Yeah, of course. So did you even attempt to find a non-fascist to try to put your baby? Not at all. No. Of course not. <laughs> I was like, she what? doesn't have that kind of money <laughs> for some organic hippie doula <laughs> ass woman who wants to bass her, you know? Because yeah, she's sure like, the same techniques, but you know what? <laughs> it's fine. So we're here with Liz Cheney, lesbian Republican. <laughs> <laughs> so glad to have you on the podcast. Thank you. Do you want to take away our rights as well? <laughs> Just if let me sleep, I'll do it. Yeah. I will literally do anything. <laughs> yeah. Well, do you have trouble sleeping? I have Really bad yeah, but oh, it's, it's, you sucks. know what it is. I drink coffee constantly. Yeah, I drink coffee. Okay, you pulled up with a Coke and oh, a coffee. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Right, right. I I drink coffee in the morning. I drink coffee in the afternoon. I drink coffee at night okay. before I show, have shows. Okay. I have a late show. I sure. drink coffee right before my spot, um, and then I get home and I'm like, it's three a.m. Yeah. and I'm crying and I'm like, where's the Republicans? <laughs> <laughs> I need, I put on a red. I need speech. a Republican right. mom. <laughs> Yeah, that's what that's the next step. You just yeah. put on like a welfare mom speech. Sure. I just can't sleep, sleep. Period. It's really uh, bad. Really? Oh, that yeah. Sucks. Especially if like I'm doing shows that night or yes. something. Right. I come yeah. home wired. Yes. I'm not a big caffeine guy either. Oh, yeah. Like, at yeah. all. Yeah. And I never had I, shit in here. If you need something, you need coffee <laughs> or something. He's like, oh, I have some tea. Right. Right. Green never, tea. They yeah. never okay. got shit in this motherfucking house. Yeah. Right. I didn't. I couldn't sleep last night. Oh. Because uh, it took ketamine and one of my nostrils oh. was fully clogged up. And then yeah. that was really agitating to me. Sure. And then I was just like, Ugh. and then I had to do my own. I was like, I'll TikTok myself to sleep. Terrible idea. Right. You get horrible sleep that way. Your yeah. life is so different. I know. I know. <laughs> You're like, yeah, I was, I Liz, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I can relate, Liz. All right. I've done, I've Last done night I did a bunch of coke. I know, but those and, days yes. are over for you now. Yeah. Well, no. that was before. Don't say that to her. That was before. I mean, I'm so. Sober. I'm I'm like sober oh. for many years at this huh. point. And so I definitely had ketamine days. Yeah. And I, you know, it I don't think I don't know that I identify as an addict exactly. Right. Like I'm fine if I go to a meeting, which like that wasn't how I got sober. I got sober from journaling, actually. Right. Because basically I would journal every day. And then every day I noticed at some point that I was journaling about how much I regretted the drugs that I did yesterday. Right. Mm. And at some point I was like, I think if I stop doing the drugs yesterday, mm. I would at least have more interesting things to say in today yeah. in my journal. Yeah. <laughs> like, it seems like there's just this layer of an onion that I'm like willfully not yeah. peeling off. So wait, so. were you like a coked out lawyer? Is that what was happening? No, I mean, no? during, oh. no, I did coke. <laughs> First of all, I've only done cocaine a, a couple of times, like in a party type situation. Yeah. And all it took was my friend Eve um, telling me, she's like, 
this is not your drug. Yeah. Ooh. And that was it. I was like, like, she's like this. You're just cocaine like, is nobody's cocaine drug. Is okay. Yeah. It's nobody's I've drug. I've never done cocaine. Okay. But all of my friends, literally yeah. all of my friends have had a Coke problem at one point. And the uh-huh. one time I was thinking about having Coke, yeah. uh, we were all sitting in a circle, passing around a mirror and I was just sitting around. Sure. And my friend Ricky, who was this adorable, just like baby face baby. Sure. What I was How like, does he sleep? I was funny enough. He is a neo-Nazi now, but that's a spoiler. There you go. At the time, Not he was a sleeping baby. But, but uh, so I'm like, Ricky, what's cocaine like? And he yeah. goes... It makes you feel like a fucking rock star. And wow. I was like, that's not for me. Yeah. yeah I, think, I 100% right. would get addicted to that yeah, shit. Yeah. No. And and like the only thing, I mean, this is like all trite to say, but like the only thing that I wanted when I was on cocaine was more cocaine. Yes, and like it just, course. whatever. I'm like, yes. okay, this this just brings out everything that's terrible about my personality yeah. and amplifies it. Yes. With that. It There's does. a darkness to cocaine. I think so. When darkness, there was cocaine a cocaine is problem, very dark. There's a yeah. dark, deep darkness. Very dark. Yeah. A deep darkness. It, it just changes the vibe. Yeah. You can have a great party and somebody brings cocaine even before anybody starts doing it. Yeah. The mood shifts. Yeah. Totally. Right. And I remember totally. when we, I'm not going to say no names, but you know, yeah. them. <laughs> when my friends were doing cocaine, like sure. it went, the, the friend group went crazy. Like people were yeah. stealing from each other. Dude, oh, I was going to say wow. cocaine breeds liars. Yes. Yeah. That's what it turns you into. If you're, yes. I've seen this because I've never been a huge cocaine person. Yeah. Right. I've yeah. done it here and there, parties, you know, drinking, right. sure. that kind of thing. Usually if I, without drinking, it'll put me to sleep uh-huh. but yeah wow. it's bizarre yeah it's, i've heard that before yeah it's a weird interaction yeah, that it, I have. yeah interesting uh but i've i witnessed people who get really into coke and these people all become liars mm-hmm. they do it's a bizarre thing well you i know? think i mean what strikes me intuitively as a reason like there's one reason which i don't think is a- a- accurate for this for what you're saying yeah. which is like you know you think of addicts as liars because they're like right. stealing to yeah. get money but i don't think that that's, that's not exactly it, yeah. i feel like Coke makes you into this like narcissist, yes. self-aggrandizing, yes. like you're Donald Trump, yes. basically. Yeah. Like that's your personality. It's and true. so lying feels like I could do whatever the fuck I want. Yes. You know, including lying. Yeah. I don't know if that's the reason, but that's like what strikes me intuitively. But um I did ketamine one time. Uh, like at a party. I remember I drove like Ooh, a, yeah. around a block. Yeah. But like, and my brother came in the car and he's like, what are you on? <laughs> and it, it, the way that the story like is in my memory and how he has retold it is like that scene in Wolf of Wall Street where I thought it went one way <laughs> and in fact it was like an entire other when he was way. on the Quaaludes at yeah, like the country right, club exactly. or whatever yeah. yeah 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 and I was like what like and he he's like you were so not okay to be driving I think he was just like give me the keys yeah. like whatever and it was literally like I, I mean, and I'm not just saying this in my defense. I, I imagine it sounds like it, but it was literally like, hey, I have to move the car yeah. from a yes. parking spot to another parking spot. So anyway, not that I'm condoning anything. Now so I'm a mother. I have to say about you no, yeah. is yeah. that right. you are a lesbian neo-Nazi who likes Correct. to drive on ketamine. That's great. Got this you. is the sound Rap, bite. Great. Yeah, clip clip so. that up, wow. everybody. Okay, exactly. well, we'll never have you back on. <laughs> Wait, actually, okay, let's get into uh-huh. our topic just yes, a little please. bit. Yes, um, And I want to start off because usually this, this show starts off with Pranav uh, apologizing for offending oh, somebody. Great. Um, a little bit. 
Yeah. <laughs> if we have, guess, if we have well, a guest, usually the topic is stillbirth. So, Pranav, could you apologize for? <laughs> I am the sorry stillbirth about that. Yeah. I know he did exactly. that. Exactly. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry I gave her that ketamine. Okay. <laughs> Six months in. For sure. So, so okay. So I so I I met you yes. and your wife. And when I met your wife, yes. she was very pregnant. Yes. And we were talking and yeah. da, 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 everything was great. And then I saw you a few months later. Correct. And I didn't. I don't. I'm bad at things. Oh no. And no. I immediately came up to you. Right. And was like, how's the baby? And I, I want you to know, Sharia, that like you are not alone oh, in yeah. that story. Like, first of all, I literally don't even remember, which I, I don't, oh, you don't say okay, not really. at all. Okay, and I, mind, I don't remember, happen. not because I don't remember interactions with you. <laughs> I don't remember because like that specific thing yeah. has happened so many times oh, okay. because I think it's natural that yeah. like if somebody's pregnant and then a few months go by, you're like, how's the baby? Bro, that replays yeah. in my head. Oh, don't. <laughs> I, and I, I'm, I'm telling you that I don't remember like in order to allay okay. any of those anxieties. I'm telling you immediately yeah. after you were like, oh, uh, like it's I could okay. hear the Curb Your Enthusiasm. No, 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 no. It's okay. So I did something similar once. Yeah. Uh, with the comic. Yeah. And their partner had been, was sick or whatever and they were posting about it. Uh, and I hadn't seen them in a while and we were, on, you know, always on good terms and I always loved seeing this guy. I was like, hey, how's your, is he, how's your partner doing well? And he just got really silent. Right. And then he left the show. He didn't even do his spot. Oh, wow. No, don't oh, name sorry. names. Oh, sorry. No, no, okay. I felt yeah. mortified by sure, my fucking sure. idiocy there. But yeah. it's like, you know, right. that's different than a baby because you're like, hey, what, you know? Yeah. And also I came up there real hot. I was like, yeah, it's baby time. <laughs> Who's got a baby? <laughs> right. Like, if you had started crying, I totally understand. No, no. I mean, yeah. and, and I guess like, you know, different people in that situation are going to be different. I always hesitate, like, because I think as a person who has dealt with grief and, and a particular kind That's of right. grief, yeah. people yes. ask, like, what should I say? And I don't, right. I don't know that there's any, like, here's what to say, here's what not to say. Like, there's a lot of memes on the internet, yeah. you know, that you can find about that. But like, I've never read any of them and been like, that's right. right. You know, yeah. I'm just like, it's, I don't know. I, I was somebody in my past who was so uncomfortable around the topic of death that I just didn't know what to say. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so I would avoid like reaching out and dealing with loss. And by that, I mean, I, I did an album about, about your grief and stillbirth. And I say yeah. grief and stillbirth because grief attends stillbirth. And also there were other losses mm -hmm. that I wanted to talk about because I had jokes and I stories know. about, yeah. but I also mm -hmm. wanted to bring them into the narrative because one of the things about stillbirth and pregnancy loss is that the grief is sad, tragic, everything like that, shocking, yeah. terrible, mm. and it's confusing yeah. right. because I never knew our daughter, Leo, right. of blessed mm. memory. Like, I didn't know her. And it's different from our my dad dying or yeah. our cat Mona dying. Right. Where when we think about my dad or Mona, we think about memories of them and their life. And, there, right, right, exactly. And like, you know, that doesn't mean that one type of grief is worse or better or there's no Olympics of it or whatever. It's just like a compare and contrast yeah. situation. And I think for me and Karen, my wife, um, one of the things that like I really wanted to do in talking about it mm. was to highlight that confusing element because right. that was the thing about it, at least for me when it happened, that I was like, 
but this is weird because I'm sad and I don't necessarily have something to attach it to. It's sort right. of like this abstract yeah. grief about- You were like, am I pro-life now? <laughs> right. Well, it's interesting that you say that. Mm. Not, not. I mean, it's not exactly the, the motivation from which your joke emanates, yeah. but apparently the reason that there's so much pregnancy loss and stillbirth um, in the United States is because of anti-abortion activists that don't want to study right. pregnancy loss because they're fearful that this would heighten the number of abortions. Wow. Yep. And so, um, so anyway, I just like to say, but that. also that's very yeah. interesting because they are now ever since they they took away our rights or whatever. Yeah, they, I yeah. mean your rights. I don't have a uterus. <laughs> um, but like ever since they did that, they've yeah. been like rising like. Stories of women having yes. to carry like yeah the ectopic pregnancy yes. yeah for far longer right. and, and like oh it's just so many horrible sure. stories about yeah like there's that. also like a ton of racism in pregnancy loss because like I mean we're white and like all of the numbers bear out that like black women and black pregnant people. Yeah. I mean, maternal death, like yes. there was that runner yes, just recently. recently, yeah, that died. In and her I, home, yeah. Yeah, it's a, a terrible story. They almost killed Serena Williams. Right. The oh. only reason why yeah. Serena Williams is still standing today because she got a white husband who was like, I will burn this place to the yeah. fucking ground. Right. Yeah. She's rich as hell. It doesn't yeah. matter. They almost killed Serena. They almost killed Beyonce. They don't give a yeah. fuck. Beyonce also had a huh, miscarriage right. as I well. I did know that, yeah. yeah. Oh my God, if you listen to Lemonade, if you listen to the songs yes. about that. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah, no, lemonade is amazing. What's lemonade? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding, Sharia. Well, you, know, you don't know what he doesn't know. Sometimes he just like doesn't know things. It's really weird. What um, if I knew all of your references and I just did this to torture you like a thousand pricks? Like, who's Beyonce? Yeah. <laughs> literally, literally, whatever. Let's not even get into sure, that. Sure, sure. Yeah. But, but I, I say that because I say it on the album and also I like to say it whenever I'm talking about it just because like, you know, it seems to be a thing. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, so anyway, so I figured like, that's why I thought it would be good to talk about here specifically. For sure. Mm -hmm. And I yeah. think also there's some links, obviously yeah. not too yeah. many. I'm not trying to compare what I have going on with me to no, what you have please. going on with you. But like the whole medical racism thing, especially yes. as it pertains to like gyne gynecological care. Sure. Or like it, it, like I experience it first fucking hand with this sure. hysterectomy and ever all the yeah. other surgeries I had around yeah. it. Like I, I told you about when I had my other, when I had my, uh, um, artery, uterine artery embolization. Oh, it was, okay. I was, went to pain management. Got it. And this crazy nurse, like she, oh, it's pain management. Right. She was like, here's a Tylenol. <laughs> Take some deep breaths. Like, and this is, it was the most pain I've sure. ever experienced. I'm sorry. I was crying yeah. and screaming and they would not give me anything heavy until right. I, until like three in the morning when I threw up blood. Wow. It was, it was insane. And I, and I, like, I could see it was because. Then they gave you extra strength, Tyler. Right. No, I wish. No, she, I think she, she kept being like, oh, she's, she's having drug seeking behavior. Oh it's my like, God. Yes. I'm seeking the drugs. That's why I'm in the right. pain, man. Management ward after yeah. this extremely, That's extremely so painful, right. way right. worse than my hysterectomy. So really, it really it traumatized yeah. me so much. I literally still have nightmares about it. Oh I really do. Like I was yeah. crying, begging for drugs, and finally someone gave me morphine, and that was great. Good. Um, I'm glad for that. One yeah. of the yeah. most. Yeah, it took until like three in the morning. I was literally screaming in pain. Yeah, I felt bad for me, but I felt worse for the lady next to me. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. No, that's, and like, that's awful. I honestly, deep down, kind of thought like, you know, because you, of course, I knew about Serena. Right. Of course, I know about medical yeah. racism. I had yeah. done my research or whatever. Sure. But you always think you're special. Yeah. You always think, yes, I know. Like, I mean, not, right. you know what I mean? That would be, no, like, no, totally. You know that, that like stillbirths and miscarriages and things like yeah. that, they are very common. Yeah. But no one thinks it's going to happen to them. Of course. I don't think Serena Williams thought that she was going to be discriminated sure. against right. during mm. childbirth. You well, know and what also I mean? like there's something kind of athletic about childbirth. Like the way people talk about it also is like, you know, even I, I mean, I'm not. The people who I have generally talked about childbirth with are not athletes. Mm -hmm. And like there's such competitiveness among friends that I've noticed of like, did you have a natural birth? Did you do an epidural or whatever? And it's like even people who are well-meaning, you know, I think are touting some accomplishment of like as though you won a tournament or something like that. And like with with good reason. I mean, I've never gone through it because my wife has been the pregnant person in our relationship. But like it seems pretty intense. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty. I mean, from what I could see, she was in a lot of pain and managing a lot of stuff happening. I know your wife's and, not here, but I can hear her laughing hysterically. <laughs> yeah. Oh, from what you could see? Oh, did it look real hard Right, to you? right. She also, she she had an epidural for the second uh, pregnancy because, well, I mean, to the extent that you want like medical details for the first, it was like, we didn't know that we were going to have a stillbirth. She was 33 Ooh. weeks and six days. Oh my gosh. She had signs of maybe preeclampsia and preeclampsia is the conjunction of bloating, um, high blood pressure and high protein in your urine. And what's difficult is that's like very much like a dosage or an amount kind of thing, because each of those three prongs are also signs of pregnancy. And so it's like this thing where it's like, oh, you're probably fine. Oh no, you're not. Oh no, you're not at all. And it sort of escalated in that way. And like, we had no idea, not that that's like better or worse, but it, is different for some, like some people know your baby has died and you are going to deliver a non-living baby. Yes. For us, it was like, she was having contractions and like whatever we went to the hospital and she delivered in like maybe 10 minutes in triage. And so for that, she didn't have an epidural. That's why I went on that tangent. And so to the extent that's like useful information. Um, and the only takeaway really that I come out of the experience in is if you can, as a pregnant person, get classified as high risk, I would. Right. Because, like, that was really, I mean, of course, there's, like, luck and who knows what and whatever. Mm. But, like, we were so more, much more heavily watched because we were classified as high risk. And the classification is important yeah. for insurance purposes because then you get more checkups and whatever yeah. covered. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, yeah. anyway, that's, like... The oh PSA my god! I stuff, didn't know it was like that. That is really yeah. Intense. That's intense. Yeah. That's really and different intense. doctors and different hospitals and doctors' offices have different protocols for what qualifies as high risk. Mm. Like for example, some places will be like you're over 35, you're automatically yes. high risk. Right. Other people are like, well, you have to have like so many risk factors in order to become high risk or whatever it is. But like, what's problematic? Not in this way, um, but like not the sleep class way. But like, yeah. what can be a problem is if you're not initially classified as high risk, the classification later in the pregnancy, this is what happened to us, may not be quick enough for you to then fall into a different category enough to get checked enough. Right. So anyway, and I say all of that, not because it's like, well, here's what would have 
made everything better. I don't know yeah. if it would have or wouldn't have, but yeah. that's like the things that we did differently in the second pregnancy. Yeah. yeah. What I was going to say, which is a far lighter topic, is during the second delivery, which was also pretty quick, but like not 10 minutes in yeah, triage. Right. <clears throat> um, they call that a bat out of hell delivery. <laughs> yeah. But medical term. And that's what they said. Like, that's what a nurse said to me was like, this is the, this kind of thing. So anyway, um, but in the delivery of Eloise, our daughter, um, who is alive. Thank God. Thank God. Knock on wood. What I'm Jewish, but I hedge my bets. I know and you're Jewish. I know. You I'm like, whatever. May or yeah. memory be a blessing. <laughs> right. Like, oh, I love you. <laughs> I love you too. I really, and I hope you can sleep. So okay. I, I just keep thinking of both of you in your sleep. So um, anyway, <laughs> thank <but> you. <laughs> she, so Karen had an epidural and like Karen, unlike me, like does not have a drugged past. You know, yeah. like she she's not she doesn't have the cocaine. Story. She doesn't yeah, have any yeah, of that yeah, stuff. Yeah. And she's very like not straight laced, but like she's a good girl. Yeah. She liked yeah. you because you were the bad girl. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Exactly. And and so but Karen, when she had an epidural at some point, first of all, she's like, this is amazing. <laughs> she's like, can I? I just want to say everybody should get an epidural <laughs> at some point in their life. And I was like, I'm voting for her. Like that's, you know, she said it like it was a platform. And so anyway. Can you put on some jazz? <laughs> this feels really good. Actually, that's so funny because we did. We literally have, because I play jazz a lot. Like, I don't know. I do the YouTube jazz do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. like if it, 15 hours. Of right. And it's a cartoon of a coffee shop yes. that like also could look like an abandoned site where a bomb had just gone <laughs> yeah, off yeah, 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 because yeah. it's like a coffee shop. And like, why is nobody there? Yeah, and all yeah. of the coffees Something's are steaming. Exactly, yeah. yeah, exactly. But but it's relaxing. Yeah, yeah. Like lo sometimes lo-fi jazz beats to be right, old too. I do, <laughs> I do. The lo-fi is like another sub niche, okay. to be honest with you, because I'm very deep in this YouTube game. Okay. So I do luxury jazz and that pulls up like these scenic like it'll be like a hotel room looking cartoon or whatever and when i'm working from home i just have that on and then the jazz whatever but sometimes it's like a a fancy apartment but there's one in particular (laughs) that i listen to a lot and look at a lot and it has it's like the top floor ish of some cityscape apartment and there's a window open and nobody is in the oh room. Oh my god! And I'm like, this is a post suicide scene with jazz. <laughs> That's what they should call it. That's what it is. They just left the radio yeah. on. Yeah, <laughs> right. Oh, and there's like um, the title of the clip is sweet. There's, a note. <laughs> there's well, they're often they're like do this journals. Anymore. <laughs> yeah, they're a journal. Sorry, I didn't mean to step That's on okay. your tag, but no, okay. step on him. <laughs> he loves it. He's a fetish. Yeah. No, but but I well I know Nerdy. I love your tags because I watch your clips. Mm-hmm. For all of your podcasts. Oh, nice. So, yeah. Love so, I, I don't want to step on who, a Pranav's no, no, no. Which uh, podcast uh, co-host of Pranav's is prettier? <laughs> Liz yeah. Glazer. Yeah. Liz Glazer is. How about that? What? Yeah. You're going to leave me and host a podcast with, with Liz Glazer now? No, I'm reason? saying I, no, she's No, both currently. of you, gorgeous. Wow, and thank you, Truly. Liz. And Usama also. That. Very gorgeous. Okay, so I love. who's prettier <laughs> is what I'm trying to get out of you. I mean... It's no, fine. I, no, that's fine. It's fine. Everybody always says me Listen, between my, two, between my two co-hosts. I say that. My but, ass is fatter and my tits are better. Listen, let's <laughs> put it this way, Sharia. Between my two co-hosts, only one of them wants to peg the other. 
Okay. Sure. There we go. Yeah. And he's, he's always wiggling in that little button in front of okay, me. Okay. Just a, sure. Sure. Is, of course. Um, wait, of course. Yes. You, yeah. Okay. This is a whew. um. Yeah. So so after the first uh, the stillbirth. Yes. How long did it take you to decide to try again? Oh, good uh, question. That is a good question. I mean, I don't know that there was ever a thought that we wouldn't. Wow. Um, because I think like speaking of athletics, yeah. by the way, it's like yeah, entirely right, right. make it this season. We're gonna right. get them next season. That's right. Well, I think like you know the way I think of it is like I was never gonna drive the train yeah. to pregnancy. Like never, for me, you never thought about it. It's not. I just dated women for most of my life who were always interested in having children, yeah. okay. and so it was kind of like like. I don't know. I mean, a joke version of it is like my favorite form of birth control is lesbianism. Yeah. And, you know, but like it has not worked out for quite a few. <laughs> right. Right. I know right. a lot but, of lesbians who got pregnant. Yeah. No, but I, I just I, I was like, I'm probably not gonna. Yeah. And and it was like, I don't know. I think for my wife, having a baby is like what stand up is for me. And, yeah. and I don't. They're not the same, but it's kind of like if I have a bad show, yeah. I'm not being like, I'm not going to do it again. You no, know what I, I mean? I literally yeah, yeah, yeah. have quick comedy in the middle of a joke. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> I have quick comedy wonderful. on stage. No, look, if you feel like it's your destiny to have a child yeah. and that's something that's a real yearning within you, so. you're going to keep going for it. I yeah. think you know? it's like a, you know, whatever, like a thick desire yeah. for her. And so there wasn't ever a thought of wow. doing otherwise. Like for me, you know, I've always, I mean, I love my wife. Like as okay. as that's my, a bad way to start a sentence. No, no, but I coming in with some real six male <laughs> energy here. Wife, listen, listen, honestly, I love my wife. Yeah, Just want to put know, that out there first. The fucking no, nagging, no. man. <laughs> I I mean it to say that like I really would do anything that she's like, this is what we're gonna do. Wow. You know, and yeah. and I think that she feels the same way about me. Like she's like. Yes, you have to go do this show for three people yep. in a basement yep. and see if they like you for ten dollars, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Or and then whatever. she laughs as soon as she closes the door <laughs> behind you. Right. Like, fucking idiot. Yeah, <laughs> what kind probably. of shit is that? <laughs> no, okay. Yeah. No, but but I, I just mean like in terms of the inner drive. Yeah. You know, for her, it's I, uh, she froze her eggs the day before we met. Like wow. this has been That's right. You she saw you, this. she yeah. saw you on Tinder. She's like this is going to be the one. This I need to get one. to her. This is, yeah. this is the daddy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So you know what we call our sperm donor is her father. Uh, <laughs> Do you know the sperm donor? No, yeah. okay. it's like an anonymous guy who like who even knows what he's probably a comic like right. somewhere. And I'm just like <laughs> who needed the money real bad. Yeah. It's like, what am I good at aside from comedy? Jack and all. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And like because I, I have found that a lot of lesbians that I know are like oddly sensitive around the topic. And so that to me, I'm just like, we're calling her sperm donor dad, you right. know, like just whatever. Who's her father? Well, this guy, number one, number five, nine, oh three, you know, like, <laughs> listen, you can ask your father. Uh, <laughs> is that the, is the child's middle name? Is the child's middle name? One, five, nine, oh four. Totally. Totally. Yeah. So yeah, but yes. Oh, sorry. No, no. I, what the other thing that I was just going to say is for me, I don't know that I knew that I wanted to have a kid yes. as much as when we lost a kid. <sighs> and I think in that moment, like, of course, had Leo lived, mm. she would have been my kid and I yeah. would love her. I know that. Like, I, I like and love kids. Yeah. 
Um, even though I wasn't going to be like initiating a process or whatever about it and around it. But like, um, yeah, I think losing a kid, I was like, okay, I, I get yeah. like we want, I mean, obviously we got into it to have an alive kid. Of course. And also, you know, one of the reasons that I wanted to do the album before we talked about anything like Karen was pregnant at the album recording. And right. I didn't say that on the record, but part of the reason for that, like, you know, whatever artistically was like, there's a lot in the stillbirth and pregnancy loss narrative about rainbow babies. And, you yes. know, just like, this is the, the manifestation of like all of our love that right. we didn't, whatever. And I, I get that. And I think it comes from a good place, but it's also like not how people work. Sorry. Can you right. explain yeah. what oh, you sure. mean by what like, babies? Like and we had this loss and that's terrible, but we have a kid now, so it's fine. Ooh. And not everybody is like that, but there uh, is this kind this of. This baby is at the yeah. end of the rainbow. Yeah. That's right. Right. Mean. I think, okay, yeah, okay. that's it. I never see. even oh, thought of Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. Now I understand. Yeah. No, no, that I thought you just meant like lesbian baby, you know, rainbow baby. Hey, yeah, she's why I'm here. I'm here to learn. If she's gay or not, she's going to be anti-gay by the time you're done with all these sleep fucking... The sleep class, for sure. Um, She's like, can you put on Fox News? That's right. That's going to be her first words. Your parents are living in sin. That's right. right. Wouldn't that be like if we had a Michael P. Keaton? Michael P. Keaton, that is a very old reference. Thank you, Nick at Night. That's his name, right? From Family Ties? From Family Ties. Oh, yes, yes, yes. No, I was saying Milo. Alex P. Keaton. Alex P. Keaton. That's a very cute... Cute uh, version of a Republican child. Yes. The reality yeah. is, you'll have a Milo Venta. Venta <laughs> what's his name? Who? Milo Yiannopoulos. Oh, or, okay. Or, uh, who, who else is that? You know that? Why thing? are you looking at me when you need fascist references? Because okay. You watch I Joe understand. Rogan. I do not watch uh, Joe Rogan. First you of love all, Joe Rogan. I do not. But okay. I do not. Just because I don't hate Joe Rogan does not mean sure. that I love Joe Rogan. I, I came slope. across a clip recently mm. of his. I don't watch him. You're a fascist. Okay. But <laughs> don't be bullied by her. Don't well, get I gay just, bullied by Sharia, Liz. Okay. That's like, what this is called. I know I'm not. Yeah. And but I. It was like just in reels or whatever, yeah. and he was saying something because I have a lot of anxiety. Um, I imagine I'm not alone in this room and having a lot no, of anxiety. I'm perfectly well adjusted. And he, <laughs> he was talking about how working out can be a really great tool for anxiety, which yeah. a lot of people say, but the way that he said it was like, because you can put all of your anxiety into this very hard workout that you're anxious about. And then the workout's done and you feel that sense of relief that the workout's done. So you feel less anxious. Listen, the thing about it too, in my experience, because I do work out, I work out a Uh fair amount. I lift and I do, I do Muay Thai and stuff like I started lifting Lifting is is the best thing for you physically. It's the best thing for everybody. Yeah. But I think for me, what it is, is that, and I'm not an overly anxious person because I have a lot of tools in the kit. Sure. I I meditate a lot and all this and that, the other thing. But, I think what it is also is anxiety in many ways is also a kind of surplus energy yes. that's yes. within you. Yeah. It's 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 almost like your your mind is grinding its teeth. Yes. Sure. You know what I mean? That's a very good way to put so, it. So for me, working out and stuff like that, I might be anxious, but if I go in and I do an hour of Muay Thai or yeah. I go and I lift weights, it's like I've expended some energy yes. where only what's really necessary for me to chew on yeah. is going to be there. No, right. that's why so, I walk for two yeah. and a half hours. But you know what? I got that information from literally every other source but Joe Rogan. Don't be shamed by her. Do not be shamed by her, Liz. I'm not, I'm not saying that he is great. I don't know the guy and I don't listen to the <clears throat> podcast really. So it's literally just from this one clip, which might have been an ad. I, I literally don't even know. So. Listen, if a guy who's got like over a thousand 
thousand podcast episodes or whatever, yeah. he's gonna say things that you agree oh, sure. with. Or, don't, or yeah, you know a what I mean? Clock is right twice a day. It's like, <laughs> Joe look, I say foul shit. Right, like I, th- I say foul yeah. shit all the time, Sharia. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You're not Joe Rogan. So what does that I'm mean? Here to, yes. to what a tautology yes. that is. Huh? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Thank you, Liz. Thank you for that vote of confidence. No. Okay. Oh my God. Is this going to be turning into like the pro fact? I feel very no. safe right now this with Liz not, in the room. Out of all I, the guests I, that we I want Liz to join the podcast <laughs> permanently. Oh no. Okay. You'll both be canceled. Okay. Uh, this is the energy that I'm needed here. Sure. No. Okay. Sure. sure. I'm uh, the only one fighting. Me and your baby are the only ones fighting for revolution. Probably. Yeah. I hope so. I really hope yeah, so. I mean, her baby was at yeah. January 6th. That's who just established at the top. Yeah. Totally. I saw your baby on the wall. Right. That would be oh, so cute. That would like, be. Honestly, if the baby was, was the one who took baby. a dump on Pelosi's desk, it would have been like, that's adorable. Can I tell you when my daughter takes a dump, I I have like, I feel like I took a dump. <laughs> when she, and I get so excited about poop. Yeah. I've never thought that I would be this person. Why? So anyway, why? Uh, why? Because it's like, you're with them in their distress when yeah. they have gas. Oh. And, you know, then they feel so much better. Oh my God, this is like After very it's like a healthy like, kind of like codependency with the child where it's like their pain is my pain. Yeah, yeah right? totally. It is the proud of, like, if I'm like, my tummy hoods, and then yeah. I rip a big fart. And he's right. Like, Good job. I, that's yeah. true. I have to soothe Sharia a lot. Sure. Okay. Sure. As much as she I'm rails against dynamic. the patriarchy and this and that, <laughs> I am out here soothing her. I am out here reprimanding her. Okay. I call him just crying. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like me and my girlfriend have kind of adopted Sharia. Well, that's in many nice. Ways. Yes. Okay. Yeah. If you're looking to adopt yeah. a 30 year old black sure. woman, I'm available. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I'm available and I'm looking for a home. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, okay. I wanted to ask you, okay. Please. So, ob- obviously, this is not a research based podcast. Uh, so, I did not. Bad listen. way to start a question. I know. I know. Again, yet. <laughs> I didn't did <laughs> listen to the album, but I do. Yeah remember yes. like, while, you're, while you're on the subject of the yes. manifestations of things like I remember that you were talking about your father's passing yes. Yes. and that you were thinking of naming yep. the baby after uh-huh. your father yeah and, yeah. so our daughter Leo yes. was named for my father Leon yes. and then Eloise is a uh, I don't, what is it? It's, it's an uh, anagram. Portmanteau like where, or, or yeah. Anag- yeah. Oh, right. Like Leo, the letter. Right. The letters are scrambling as an yes, anagram. Yes, yeah. Yes, yeah. Yes. And my wife wanted a name that could be shortened to Ellie because she thought that was really cute. And I was like, I agree, but I want like a full price name yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in order to then discount to the nickname. Yes, like, exactly. I was like, like, give her options, yes. you know? And, and also then that opened us up to like more dead relatives that we could, right. you know, shuffle into the name <laughs> and, and so you're scrolling through the obituaries yeah, right well no like it's you know my like my my dad and my aunt also died eleanor and also um my grandma was esther so yeah. like that with leo you know it's it like works. right bang yeah. for the buck i love what you were yeah. saying about a full price name versus the because sometimes yes. you see people are like it's just ted yeah. name ted i'm like what do the fuck name you just ted exactly right. that's you not know? an employable yeah. name it's theodore fine. motherfuckers <laughs> right. theodore let's have some decorum right. that's still. right be well, grown I'm up just like she can always i mean she could choose a totally different name yeah. like she could do whatever she wants yeah. you know um but uh and i'm just thinking like there's a version of the future where the person who chooses their own name is like, and my name is January 6th. You know, <laughs> That's right, yes. like, it's like I'm a revolutionary, yes. but like not the way you want it. Yes. Um, and so maybe I, I certainly hope that she's not like a 
terrible conservative, but of course, listen, I you're love you know what? Daughter, listen, so. yeah. here is a trend that I have noticed. Yeah. Okay. And they, yeah. this is a generational thing. Sure. But the thing that I've noticed is that all the parents or all the kids who had super liberal parents, yeah. their form of rebellion is going is, to, yeah. be to, totally. to be that's a bit of a reactionary. Right. Yes, 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 right? I say, sure, yeah. Sure. That's and why I say it. Yeah. yeah. I had very conservative, like very strict parents. Same. And thus I yeah. let my yeah. freak flag fly within right. limits. Of I course. was going to say you're yeah. like a moderate. Democrat. I am not a moderate Democrat. Well, I, okay. I mean, I I share that with you because I also have foreign parents, yeah. and so I think that I don't know. Wait, where are your parents from? So my dad was Latvian, uh-huh. and then my mother is a, also a daughter of Holocaust survivors. Like my dad is a child of Holocaust survivors, okay. so her parents were from Poland. She was literally born in a displaced persons camp in Rome Ooh, after the Holocaust, and then grew up in New York. So she kind of seems not foreign, but yeah. she's. She's a little, I don't she know. She always has that yeah. paranoia. It's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know how people like to name generations right. of babies, and this is a horrible thing to ask, but uh-huh. do they have people who are like, oh, he was a camp baby. <laughs> you know what I, I mean? <laughs> we met a camp. <laughs> yeah. He was a camp I mean, baby, I you think, know. I think that, well, because the word camp suggests like death camp. Yeah. So I don't think that people throw it around in that way because right. I don't know how many camp babies actually survived. Right. Yeah. And so I think that, I don't, yeah, yeah. they were tough. No, no, no. They I mean, they're, they're obviously like Victor Frankel was yeah. in a camp yes. and like survived, obviously. Yep. So I don't know. All of my, well, there's a lot of a language barrier with my grandparents because yeah. like my, da- my dad's side, they lived in Israel and I like know Hebrew from school and stuff, but like, I don't know. They were like speaking this Russian Hebrew mix sure. that mm. I kind of understood, but not exactly. Right. Um, and then on my mom's side, they spoke better English, but they hated to share. You're right. Except for my grandma who died when I was very little. Yeah. That's okay. That's no one them. can hear that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh, they can't. Okay, good. So anyway. <laughs> I don't know. Sorry. The hoteps are storming. The hoteps they are... finally heard what <laughs> I Listen, had to This say. is the hotep hour, actually. It's like <laughs> at clockwork 1 p.m. on Bed-Stuy. Oh, right is here. that when they and come And it's out. really sad because oh. there's like five of them. Ah. And and there's less and less each time, and they're yes. always protesting against gentrification. I'm oh, like, somebody somebody was just able to sell their house, exactly. and, he's moved. and they left the group. And, <laughs> yeah, now there's only four, and then there were four. That's so, funny. so funny. Okay. Sorry, Liz. No, continue. no, it's fine. Um, so anyway, so I I think that my like growing up with foreign parents thing was like you have to like the limits that yeah. you were describing. So it's like I also rebelled, but I was like, well, let me get like a law degree first and yeah. let me have like, you know, let me satisfy whatever you're saying about Ooh, safety that yeah. I kind of buy into yes, sure. because I also have the inherited trauma or whatever reason yes. that right. I'm not totally aware of. And then I will branch out and you know have my that's a very common immigrant pattern i think so kids of immigrants yeah i ask you one little of course thing that is possibly offensive it's i'm sure it'll be because you're you're a comic and like i mean like you know to be like we we make horrible jokes and references yeah i i don't know if you've seen my joke about fetuses she got a fetus joke i do okay. have a fetus joke okay Great. it's okay yeah. i do have a very very offensive but it's supposed to be offensive yeah joke sure, sure. about people asking me about if i regret my hysterectomy because sure. you know i can't have babies or whatever okay and like you know people make dead baby jokes and yes. things like that yes how have, have your what what were your thoughts before this happened yeah and what are your thoughts about that now i mean obviously like the dead baby joke is a trope um and i I I wasn't really like investigating that trope too deeply yeah, because no, no. I was like, well, I think what I really want to do is construct an hour that like fully encapsulates 
what I want to say. And what I mean by that is like, does it accurately and honestly reflect what happened? Are there enough moments for laughs Mm -hmm. throughout? Mm -hmm. And is it worthy of putting out in service of prevention of pregnancy loss to the extent that I can do that? And the, the commemoration of my daughter's life. Mm. And like, you know, I, I've gotten the question before of like, are you okay with this being your debut album? Because people have seen me do like a 10 minute set and they're like, that was very different. And I'm like, yeah, no shit. And and I, I mean, I am okay with it because I think about it this way that like, you know, when you meet someone and sometimes people overshare and I don't mean that, but like when you meet someone and like you just lock in Mm -hmm. and you have a really great conversation absolutely, and it's just like one-on-one and you yep. end up talking for like two hours yep. at a party and not like romantic. No, yes. just yeah, like, course. Oh yeah. Like just we, any yeah. lesbian yeah. conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I have this with straight men. Yeah. You know, I, we're having it right now. Right. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We're here. We're visible. <laughs> Literally. That's the we're only doing straight our thing. man. Pranav is the way. father of my children. So anyway, <laughs> yeah, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> but, I'm but, also the Lord of the gays now. <laughs> I'm coming for your children, gay people. And everybody will get an epidural. So, um, but like, I'm, I love when that is my introduction to a person. And then I know them as like, oh, now we're having fun at a party and it's not an intense conversation. And like, that's fine as well. And I think like, I, I, I mean, I want to be the best comic that I'm able to be. Of course. And that has been both like part of what drives me and also part of what I kind of put into this category of like, but I don't want to be driven only by excellence and mastery mm-hmm. because it was such an element of my old career. Right. Uh, that I really, I'm like, like I had this thought when I got into comedy, I was like, yeah, I want to be good at this. But mostly I want to remember that what attracted me to it at all was the ability to be honest. And not that I was lying as a law professor, but like there are constraints. Like you have to do what's on the test and you have to make sure that they understand property law. And I don't have to do that anymore. And that was the thing that I found attractive about it because I never intended to be a comic. I did comedy because somebody was like, I think you should do this. And I'm like, I have a crush on you. Are you going to be wherever I'm going to do it? That's it. That's what happened. You did it for the pussy. That's right. Which I didn't get. I mean, she's a friend, whatever. But like that was so gay. Sorry. (laughs) I know. I know. (laughs) She's a friend. She's the godmother to our children now. Exactly. Yeah. But it's like I I didn't have that way into it. And so when this happened, I was like, I mean, my first thought, not as a comic, just as a person was like, are are we am I ever going to be able to laugh again? No. Like I this is like so bad. Yeah. You know, like it's so jarring. Yeah. And then as I started, like, first of all, it was just funny things that happened in the hospital. And like my wife, who's not a comic, but she's a funny person. We would laugh because like stuff happened, you know, like there, this wasn't on the album, but there was this nurse who very well-meaning I'm sure, but like (laughs) came in and was just like, you know, we had this dead baby and like she was in our room because that's like part of the protocol, whatever it is. And so they just leave you with the dead baby. Oh yes. Yes, they do. And, and I'm not saying that's bad, No, but it's, 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 yeah, yeah, it's like a thing. Yeah. And so, um, I guess she took a look at Leo and then she says to me and Karen, she's like, she's perfect. She is so beautiful and perfect. And like to a point that I was like, 
should we tell her? Oh like, does she not know? You know, you were going to weekend at Bernie's this baby, correct. just for the sake yeah. of this nurse. Correct. She's yeah. sleeping so peacefully. Right. Ah, uh, you're in the wrong room. I think. Yeah. God, it's, it was just like so weird. And so like stuff like that, where people would just say kind of odd things. And I, at some point, and this was because I'm a comic, I was like, I think I need to write these things down. Yes. Yeah. And so I started this file called Way Too Soon. And I, you know. <laughs> Like, first of all, I'm working on a documentary now about the making of this Amazing. hour. Oh, wow. And yes. part of the reason that I am compelled by that project is not so much that the making of the hour was like that hard. I mean, it was regular in yeah. terms like there was a grieving process, yeah. but like, I don't, I don't, my, my suggestion is not like this hour was like harder to make than somebody else's hour necessarily for process reasons. Right. The reason that I want to do it is because I initially was intending to tape when Karen was pregnant and I had all of these, my wife is pregnant jokes. Then we had the stillbirth and everything got shifted time-wise and also Mm -hmm. material-wise. And so I have all of those jokes on tape. And then also I did a set um, three weeks after the stillbirth where I just did the way too soon jokes. And some of them made it to the hour and Uh some of them didn't. And I've edited that footage Mm. and it's like interesting just like you know the progress from like three weeks after to like a year Mm -hmm. later you know just in the development of the jokes I guess but also I think it's more like the development of the grieving person yeah and just like you know the energy around it but I I think because when I started comedy, it wasn't like, oh my God, I'm so funny. I want laughs. I want attention. Like everybody's story is different for starting comedy. For me, it really was like, wait, I can just like say what I want want and be myself. Like I never knew that. And, and I, I, of course you need to get it like punchline. Like, yeah, there's skill, et cetera. I'm not saying not, No, but that wasn't why yes. yeah. I got into it. Like if I wanted to just keep getting better at a competitive thing, I could have stayed being a law professor. <laughs> sure. exactly. I was a tenured law professor. It's like, you know, like there's so many things in comedy. Wow. So that you are, were a very brilliant law professor. Well, I was good at doing things that mm. would get me ahead yeah, in sure. that world. Yeah. Yeah. And I say that as a distinctive point because mm. it's not that I wasn't good at it, but I didn't love it like people did. Like I have right. friends who are law professors who are like fishes in water, yeah. you know, where like, yeah, they, this is what they love. This is what they would be doing anyway. Like yeah. I heard a story about, uh, I think this was about Adrian Vermeule, um, who definitely would not listen to this podcast, but I mentioned him by name because he's super Republican and definitely like patronize. He's probably best friends with that sleep lady. Okay. <laughs> and he's a, he's like a famous professor that I had at the university of Chicago law school. I think he went on to like Harvard or Yale or yeah. both and like works in the government, you know, sure, that yeah, kind yeah. of He person. was definitely on the Epstein Island. A hundred percent. He doesn't seem like that. Honestly. Oh, sure. He was like oddly, like one of those people who were like, but you seem like a nice guy. Yeah, like it's yeah, yeah. Using anyway. that's what his victims said. Maybe, maybe I don't. I don't really know Allegedly. him that well. Yeah. He's, he's like very smart and yeah. good at being a law professor. Yeah. But yes. the reason I bring him up is that he, I guess, when he was in practice for a short time before joining the joining academia, um, he was like allegedly like a bad lawyer because he would just be daydreaming about these like theoretical problems about law. And he's like, and then I started putting them on post-it notes and my whole desk at work at the law firm was all of these post-it notes for like 
articles I wanted to write. Right. And I'm like, that is a person who should be a law professor. For sure. Right? Because yes. yeah. it's like, it's coming out of you anyway. Exactly. So find a thing that yeah. allows you to do that. Yeah, absolutely. And I didn't have that. So, and so, yeah. Sorry, were you already no. as a law professor the type of person to, to talk about hard things in like a funny way? Um, I don't know. I was a law professor when I was 27 to 33. Wow. So I don't God, know that it was like a time in my life that was like that hard. Yeah. And honestly, the things that were that hard at my, in, in my life at that time mm -hmm. were like breakups, drug stuff, like mm -hmm. things that I wasn't bringing to work. Although if, I mean, not that I'm recommending that anybody go through like the catalog of publications in law reviews that have my name, although it's my full price but name. Work because there I was Elizabeth. I was Elizabeth M. Glazer you there. You better work. That's an <laughs> but, employable name. <laughs> but, but anyway, um, there I would like derive from my life as like, here's what's going on in my life. And then I need like a legal theory around this. I wrote about like sex and the law okay. and yeah. So anyway, I'm um, not reading that, but God bless. There's literally no reason <laughs> sounds to spicy for somebody it who sounds already reads like somebody was law on a lot of Adderall <laughs> because they were <laughs> especially the later stuff. Um, the early the stuff, stuff, I didn't find it yet. The Adderall years. Yeah. yeah I think that's yeah. right. And so, so anyway, so I, I was like good, but like, I think about this, like people talk about fraud syndrome, whatever it is. Imposter uh, syndrome. Yeah, imposter yeah. syndrome. And like I often when you hear about imposter syndrome, the other part of it is like, and everybody feels it, like you're not an imposter. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Right. Like everybody feels like they are. And when I look back at my law career, I'm like, I was a verified fraud. Yeah. <laughs> like that's the only thing that I really was. And not because I wasn't good, but because I wasn't into, into it. You weren't into it. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Like not in the same way for sure as some of the people who I'm talking about, like this guy, you know, who with yeah. the post-it notes and yeah. I, there are tons of examples of people who I'm like, they're writing. Like I knew a professor when I, it doesn't matter, but like I was visiting at another school and there was this like super brilliant guy, whatever chair professor. And I, I noticed whenever I walked by his office, like he was a law professor, but it was the energy was like a chemistry lab yeah. Yeah. with like Bunsen for everything yes. was going on. Yeah. It was yes. like the opposite of one of the jazz. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. yes. And I went back to my desk and I'm like, let me just CV stock this guy. Yeah. And he at some point dated and then married a woman who spoke another language with another alphabet. Uh -huh. Okay. And uh, I noticed that at around China. the time that they, what's that? China. Sorry, <laughs> it wasn't, it wasn't. China. But, but at some point when they started dating, he started writing law review articles in this in second language wow. that he had acquired. And I'm like, that's somebody who should be doing this because yes. if I learned a new language, you better believe I would find a way to talk doing stories and stand up in it yeah, because yeah. that's what comes out of me naturally. Right. Whereas like, I would never, like I was writing my one article a year to get my research grant mm -hmm. yes. and I worked hard at it, yes. but that was it. it was, yeah. Like it no. wasn't, you know, I this is what the law of Dharma is about. Oh, straight up. I'm going to bring it here. You know, okay. as stated in places like the Bhagavad Gita, uh, oh, Krishna yes. says, yes. you know, uh, better to do that, which is your dharma, yes. even though you may do it imperfectly, rather mm -hmm. than even better than doing something where you may excel and be perfect Great. at it. Great. Thank right? you for that. And that is what dharma is about, is huh. the fullest expression of yourself. Yeah. And really, 
understanding and aligning yourself with your cosmic purpose right. and your path, yes. as determined by many different factors. But yeah. it's very interesting hearing you talk about it because that yeah. tracks exactly yeah. with what, huh. what is said. That's no, yeah. A lot of Indian scriptures. I, yeah. I also really yeah. uh, uh, identify with that because the way you felt about being a law professor yeah. is the same way I felt about being a, a cater waiter. Oh, <laughs> very, very similar. You just weren't into the artists. You know, I didn't you just really, wrote you know what I mean? I just kind of did it. But right. you know, some people are just artists, you know? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they remember orders and shit. It's amazing. Sure, sure. But but that's that is super interesting. And like, so with this being the the debut album, yeah. Like, I don't know that it tracks exactly the way that I do stand up for the most part because I have a lot more frenetic energy. Yes. Uh, if you just see me doing like a city set, yes, yeah. right. And I've gotten that comment about like, oh, it seems a little bit different. But like, I also wanted, I wanted the vulnerable one-on-one mm. -on -one party conversation mm. as like the thing. Cause I'm like, I have to do this. Yeah, like, so I, you know what? I think there's way too much anxiety with comics in terms yeah. of, oh, this is my voice this now. This is my brand. Voice. Cause you know what? It's all part of you and it's all, yes. it's yeah. all part of a step towards getting you towards what it is that who we are. Yes. Right? Yeah. It's on stage. Also yeah. the, 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 the like fun setup punchline, even yeah. it's like, and you're not like, you know, you yeah. You you talk about real things, yeah. But you do. Yeah. Liz got setups and punches. You have set, but here. It's, yeah. it's set up punchline, yeah. but you are talking about yes. real things, which is like yeah. I really appreciate that. Thank like, you. And I, I may not be like the I might I may not be able to kill every room, but I'm sure. always my thing, and I'm trying to let go of this a bit. But my thing is that I want to say the things yeah. that I'm not allowed to say. One hundred percent. Right. That I I want to say yeah. the things that we're we, I've been told not to talk about. Yeah. I want I you know just like with, with with the fibroids thing like yeah. I. I, that's not any kind of okay conversation mm. yeah. for the public. And, but it is it, when people come up to me after they're like, yeah. I have fibroids. My cousin has fibroids. Yes. I'm so glad you're talking about this. Yeah. Da, 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 my long titty joke. I have long titties. Right. Nobody ever talked about <laughs> oh, it. You know what I mean? Joke. Like things yeah. that people don't, you know, talk about. And I think when you talking about, uh, uh, stillbirth yeah. and miscarriage and your, yeah. ex your experience with this type yeah. of grief, I think it will demystify it for people who hopefully maybe haven't gone through it, but will right. go but, you through know, it. More or... important than that, and hopefully it's demystified it for you. Yeah. Right? Yes. I mean, yeah, I, I appreciate both yeah. as, you know, parts of the project. And like my intention was to just make something that was like a coherent through lined mm. type of piece yeah. that fully encapsulated the experience that this was. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so, and, and, you know, to do so before we had another kid. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. <clears throat> absolutely. Yeah. What can we, uh, we got to wrap up soon. We yeah. wrap up. But sure. can we, what is the name of the album? Yes. Where can it's people called, find it? Yeah. It's called A Very Particular Experience, very particular experience. <laughs> uh, which it is. <laughs> yeah. really and is. that's a punchline from a joke that's not related to any of uh -huh, it, which okay. is like my wife's chef's kiss, uh, -huh. uh note for the title of the album. So Damn. it's called A Very Particular Experience and it's available um, on Spotify and iTunes and Bandcamp. Um, you can go to Blonde Medicine's website Okay, is uh, I think the way that like all of it, you know, flows. Blonde but, Medicine but, sounds like the sleep lady that you're uh, yeah, yeah, is this Blonde like, Medicine yeah. is fantastic. Yeah. They're like the best people. Amazing. Yeah. They, um, they produced your album? Yeah. Amazing. That's yeah. wonderful. Amazing. But also you can go to my website, dearlizglazer.com. Like you're writing me a letter. D-E-A-R-L-I-Z-G-L-A-Z-E-R.com. That's right. Yes. Yeah. Liz, yes. 
Thank you so much for coming thank you. on. Yes, this yes. is so fun. Thank you. Really. Shout out to you. Shout out to your wife who oh, yeah. not I only know. made you a baby but made you a uh, album title. Exactly. Yes. Wow. True, Damn. Yeah. You better be cutting yeah. her. Who provided a you check. all this material? Uh, <laughs> she gave me so much material. <laughs> I know. Your muse. Yeah. Oh, and bless um, you. And thank you. And thank you so you. much for coming. We yeah, love seriously, you so much. We love you. I love you. We're, we're yeah. very happy to have you here. If you need to babysit. Uh, 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 you. Pranav has got you. Okay. Pranav okay. got you. Anytime. Yes, for babies. Day or night. Sure, sure. Yes. Yes. I do. Yes. I do. I'm great with kids. I truly am. He really I is. believe that. This has been the Semi Woke Podcast. Yes. Uh, guys, find us everywhere. We love you. Thank you. Yes. Stay. Stay Semi Woke. Stay Semi Woke. <laughs>